Is it possible to visit the world's most beautiful places without leaving a huge carbon footprint? Is sustainable travel just a pipe dream or does it exist, but only for those who can afford it? In today's episode, we look at rethinking the way that we travel. What are the latest developments in transport and how do European holidaymakers reconcile the thirst for dreamy landscapes with the need for more environmentally friendly tourism? As usual, we talk to Euronet Plus journalists in a number of EU countries and hear from people who move around the EU with one goal in mind, making travel greener. The biggest challenge that appears to face climate-conscious European tourists is that of identifying a mode of transport that combines affordability, efficiency and sustainability. In general terms, public transport is certainly more environmentally friendly than the car. Yet, as long as it runs on petrol or diesel, it is only the lesser of several evils. Public transport will only begin to offer a truly sustainable solution once it operates on the basis of environmentally friendly drive technologies. In fact, the picture is not as straightforward as we might imagine. Sometimes the solutions we think are the most environmentally friendly are not as innocent when it comes to CO2 consumption. This was the experience of Marius Gallius, the advisor to Lithuania's environment minister. As an experiment, Gallius traveled to COP26 in Glasgow by bus, car, ferry and train rather than by plane. In the end, this took him four days, cost far more than flying, and Gallius estimates that he left a bigger carbon footprint than if he had traveled in a plane full of passengers. Instead of focusing on individual citizens' sense of personal responsibility, he is calling on travel companies to review their activities, as he told my Lithuanian colleague. Pasvadinamasis individualus glės pėtsakas, carbon footprint arba ekologinis pėtsakas, kaip sako lietuviškai, tai yra... Calculating the carbon footprint has no practical value because we as individuals can't change the way companies operate. The bus companies, airlines and ferry companies have to look after us and provide an environmentally friendly way of traveling. What I did was experimental because customers, users are not responsible for the pollution generated by planes or ferries. Experimentinis matematinis modelis, kuris yra bepraktinis vertesnės vartotojas, nėra atsakingas už tai, kad autobusas ar ten traukinys ar ten lėktuvas ar keltas kažkiek išveda per šalų. In parts, this statement can be argued, as customers can be held responsible for what they choose to use. But even rail, by far the greenest existing mode of transport, has not yet revealed its full potential. As we saw in an earlier Green Deal episode, the European Commission made 2021 the European Year of Rail. Poland decided to take this opportunity to set new standards. In September at the Trako exhibition, the Polish company PESA presented a new hydrogen locomotive. The country's infrastructure minister, Andres Adamczyk, told us more. PESA has unveiled a new hydrogen locomotive. Currently, most locomotives in Poland run on diesel, especially for shunting, and this is harmful to the environment. What PESA presented was not just a locomotive, but above all its technical possibilities in terms of production of railway equipment, production of locomotives, including the most cutting-edge hybrid locomotives. And the hydrogen locomotive was copied in Europe and beyond, because the world 
world of train manufacturing has always had a fragmented market, and little has changed in this respect. Suddenly, the polls have shown that it is possible to produce the most modern and innovative products in the world, which others do not have yet. After all, this is only the second locomotive of this type in the world. The first was made in Asia, and we are the pioneers in Europe. But sustainable travel is not just about how you get there, but also what you do there. Gabriela Chigo, the Dean of the Business and Tourism Faculty at the Bucharest Academy of Economic Studies, spoke to my colleague Stefan about the opportunities for eco-friendly holidays in Romania. I think Romania has a lot of resources for green tourism, even if its green transport infrastructure is still far from what it should be. But if we think about the green destinations in Romania, the multitude of natural areas, some even protected, some rural, very attractive, where you can really promote, develop and foster green tourism, things are positive and encouraging. I think we could list without any hierarchy the beautiful villages of Transylvania in general, and more specifically the villages at the foot of the mountains or within the limits of the national parks in the mountainous areas. And let's not forget the Danube Delta, of course. But green tourism can be developed in any region of Romania that has some attractions for visitors and that can and will offer visitors opportunities for hiking or horse riding or cycling. And there are, especially in Transylvania, roads between the villages in Brazov County, Muris County, Sibiu County, roads on which you can cycle, through which you can visit several villages by bike, or on horseback, or in a horse-drawn carriage. Why not? We have all of this on offer. Rebecca Schierge, a German travel blogger, author and editor of sustainability magazines, agrees that the whole experience of travel should be sustainable. But for her, sustainable travel does not necessarily mean a blanket ban on flying. She offers some food for thought to help each of us decide for ourselves whether our travel practices as a whole are sustainable. Es gibt die Fraktion, die sagt natürlich, man geht am besten nur noch zu Fuß oder fährt mit dem Fahrrad. Und ich habe mich auch sehr, sehr viel mit Reisen in Deutschland beschäftigt. Of course, there are those who say that walking or cycling is best. I have done a lot of research on travel in Germany and I've also seen a lot of things elsewhere in the world. And no, flying is not good for the environment per se, but personally, I don't evaluate sustainable travel only from an environmental point of view. To me, it is more than this. There are many countries that depend on tourism and you can make sure that the money you spend there goes to the local population. For me, this is also part of, sustain of sustainable travel. When I was in Sri Lanka or Panama, for example, I made sure I show sustainably managed accommodations, such as ecologies. This means, for example, that local people are trained in catering or hospitality or perhaps that the money is put towards building a school for village girls or used to support reforestation projects. I have seen many great projects come to fruition. 
So perhaps we should bear in mind in our attempts to transform into ecotourists that every effort to reduce our carbon footprint when traveling is a step in the right direction. Green travel is not only about transport methods, but also about what we do at our destination, how we interact with nature, where we stay and what benefits we bring to the communities we visit. There are now many excellent web platforms such as goodtravel.org, which only offer accommodations that is managed sustainably and benefits the host community in some way. And when we really cannot avoid flying, we can buy carbon credits from certified companies that invest the money in projects to reduce greenhouse gases. So don't fear, you can still get out there and explore the world. Please send us your own hints and tips on making travel as sustainable as possible and take a look at euronetplus-inside.eu.